0: Welcome to this month's edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. Our topic this month are is large predators, and here with me today is Peggy Doty, who's an educator with Natural Resources, Environment, and Energy. How are you doing today, Peggy? Good, Gavin. How are you? I'm doing well. A uh, little, a little, uh. uh Got some sinus stuff going on due to the weather, but you know, always uh, always uh, fun when it comes to the spring like this.
1: You're not alone. It's the, but that's what we we have to endure that to get to spring. So absolutely, we're gonna get it.
0: <laughs> but starting to enjoy some of the warmer weather out there.
1: Absolutely.
0: So first, you know, we're, we've got we've got large predators here as our topic today, and can, can you clarify, you know, what is an apex predator? Which ones are coming through? And why are we seeing them in Illinois?
1: Yeah, so I picked this topic for this month because it is spring, as we were just talking about, and and or it's right around the corner. And this is the time of year, if you look back at all the recorded sightings that these animals, these large apex predators pop up. So the apex predator group that we see um first an apex predator is top of their food chain right so in northern Illinois if they don't come into my county I'm top of my food chain however uh that top is are the large the large animals so our big three coming into Illinois and in, in and out not staying at this time are the American black bear coming down out of Wisconsin cougars most of them dropping all the way down out of the black hills of the dakotas we had one years ago oh gosh it's been early 2000s down way down south in randolph county and it dna tested to to texas but the rest of them that have been dna tested are coming out of the black hills of the dakotas coming south and then of course the wolf which some it's a you can call it gray wolf you can call it timber wolf those three the bear cougar and wolf are our our, uh, apex predators and why are we seeing them in Illinois? Well, there's many reasons, scientific and some unknown, as to why we're starting to see the, these occasional lone, they're alone, uh, large predators in Illinois. Before we settled the region in you know, the Illinois area, you know, early 1800s, these animals all lived here. They weren't necessarily living large. Our landscape was changing. And all three of these require a lot of woodland habitat. They don't love the prairie and we are the prairie state. Now we're kind of corn and prairie, right? Cause corn's a tall grass. That doesn't suffice for them. So our cultural advancements and changes have escorted many of these animals away from what used to be their native habitat. Preservation actions, saving the animals um, in other areas, other parts of the country and then their own behavioral responses may be playing a part um, to why they return or having return visits to, the, to our state. The animals, these animals um, can't just change their their way of living. So when they get here, they can't find what they're looking for. Most of the animals, as far as the cougars and the bears, the majority, and almost always, these are young males, because after two years, mom kicks them out and said, get out. I'm going to have more kids. You can't stay here. And they're like, okay, I'm leaving. And then they wander down into our area. Um, And some people may say, you know, why are they coming clear from the Black Hills? Well, uh, different research uh, averages about a minimum 70 square mile home range for a male cougar. You have to travel a long way to get out of your father's range, your uncle's range, your male cousin's range. Hence, some of them land in especially northern Illinois temporarily trying to find what they're seeking, yet to have them stay. Hopefully, that's more than it's probably more than you wanted to know. But that's what you that's what you got for that one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. No, uh, always enjoy the additional information here. Um, So, where could these mammals fit in today's Illinois habitats?
1: Well, there's only about fourteen percent of the state of Illinois that could support even a small wolf pack, Uh, and of course, the same territory necessary for the other the other two predators so the main habitats if you think about what illinois looks like that northwest corner the unglaciated area the ravines the hills the excessive trees where we haven't been able to row crop them or develop them into homes there's large spanses of natural space that's what they need but there's only 14 percent of that you've got the upper corner you've got southern illinois which is great and you have the riparian habitats the waterways the illinois river Um, The Rock River, not so big, some of those smaller units, but the Mississippi River, you know, the riparian habitat all the way down the Mississippi, they tend to, and if if you look back, if you had time to look at the maps, the, the cougars tend to drop down into Illinois until they hit the Illinois River Valley, and then they follow it clear down to Jersey, Calhoun area, and then they naturally start going right back up north. And so they're kind of making a circle, trying to find a space big enough for themselves. But those provide cover, water, um, and food sources, mostly in the form of other mammals.
0: No, that's that's really interesting uh, to hear. That really that only 14% of uh, our incredibly long uh, north okay. and south state is only uh, covered by their habitat there. Yeah. Um, so where in the state would they most likely call home in the future if they could adapt?
1: Yeah, it would have to be those pieces, you know, and the black bear. the Interesting thing is if the black bear could figure out how to cross a bridge with a mate to southern Illinois, they'd have it made because that, you know, you think about southern Illinois and the Shawnee National Forest, all those spaces. Every county in Missouri south of St. Louis has an established black bear population right across the river. The problem is, you know, that's a big river. They'd have to swim across and they'd have to, a mate would have to come with them. So black bear males, they'll travel hundred miles away from their mom, but a female tends to average only up to an, no more than 10 miles from their mom. So they're kind of stuck by the, by the river right there. But if they could, you know, manage to figure out how to get um, both a male and female, you know, or the male comes over and doesn't have to go back in order to mate you could get an established, um, reasonable size maybe, population of black bear uh, in the southern part of Illinois. The wolves and cougars are coming out of the north and would have to cross a pretty large span to get down there and haven't that I'm aware of yet. Doesn't mean they're not figuring it out and we're not seeing them, they're pretty sneaky. Um, But we also have to remember that with that, population say of black bear in southern Illinois comes management black bear are really big raccoons, basically, they're omnivores, they eat anything, and they're gonna, if they get in a high enough number, and with all the camping, they could get themselves in a little bit of trouble, picking, you know, taking people's food, or bothering things, so anytime any animals come into an area, we have to consider the social piece to that, not just the carrying capacity, how the landscape helps them, but what's the social capacity, and that that's, that would be covered by the Illinois Department of Natural Resources. They manage all the animals except birds within the state of Illinois. So that would add, add to their plate, you know, it'd be great. And then there would come with it some, some things, you know, to deal with.
0: Right. Absolutely. And, um, don't mean to open Pandora's box with the, my follow-up question here, but you know, would a, uh, I guess a manual, uh, introduction of you know of something like you know like the black bear into southern Illinois would, would that be something that could possibly work um
1: for the bear <laughs> yeah you know it might work well for the bear a lot of times when we you know we don't have a gateway animals we aren't you know we're not letting these animals in they don't see the line that says I'm in Illinois or I'm in Wisconsin right they right they don't they don't recognize they don't even know we care <laughs> um and and so it really would take a lot of um social conversation town hall meetings you know you just right it's fearful when you become mm-hmm. lower on the food chain um naturally we become defensive so um as much as it would be you know aesthetically um spiritually really cool you know to have bear back right. in illinois yeah it, it would it would come with some recognition that there's going to be um a lot of different values at the table there's a there's a set of wildlife values that was created by um, some professors and they are um there's nine of them and every time you sit in a room to talk about what to do about an animal you have all nine of those values in the room and you have to Mm -hmm. honor those values because those values are created by their cultural you know uh, where they where they lived how they lived right and, and we have to honor them you know, and um, you think about how Native Americans honor animals, and then what if I'm raising um, chickens, (laughs) and I'm dependent Mm -hmm. on that income, and then I have a fox, and I don't want the fox to eat my chickens, you know, we have to just recognize that anything, anytime we lay our hands on it, and don't let it happen naturally, um, it comes with a lot of, um, a lot of politics, and a lot of concerns, and a lot of different values.
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, no, so thank thank you again for that additional information there. Um, so it's, an, should, it's an opinion, <laughs> right? Hey, no, no, hey, those are all welcome. Um, should we concern ourselves with these animals passing through?
1: You know, um, those animals that can adapt to a less fitting ecosystem may try to spend a little bit of time back here in their original homeland in the future, but natural selection and figuring out how to live in less space. It takes time if it happens at all. And these animals aren't planning a covert return to take over our communities. They're simply trying to adjust to changes in their current environments where they are now. Um, and that can lead them our direction. There's, there's a lot of um, cougar conservation groups because they love them. And, when, and we don't have a real strong hold on cougar management in some of our other states. So then they have to go somewhere you know, they're, they don't want to get beat up all the time. There's some <laughs> of these cougars have, have been found hit by cars in the Northeast, like Connecticut, they're going up and over the lake to get away, you know, to move well, and spread out. So they're trying. Um, but it, it, they don't know we care again, they don't see a line, you know? Right. Um, so it's really uh, more about them taking chances and then figuring out it just doesn't work. Um. It, so it's, it's kind of, It's a management issue in the future, potentially, but really, I don't see it happening, maybe in that northwest corner or the southern tip of Illinois, but um, it'll still take some time.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, appreciate all the information today, Peggy. Uh, Did you have any final thoughts or uh, additional resources for folks?
1: Yeah, if you're listening to the to the podcast in current time, you can look for the link to the team I'm on for the state of Illinois has an everyday environments webinar series we're doing monthly webinars and the upcoming one this month is my program on large predators uh, and their return or are they and uh, you can look in the episode of this spotlight on natural resources to find that. And if you hear are hearing this after the fact it'll be recorded and you can find it in the archive on that everyday environments webinar site.
0: Peggy again thank you so much for all of your information and wisdom today uh thank you so much
1: yeah thanks for having me have a great day
0: absolutely uh and that concludes our this month's episode of spotlight on natural resources thank you for listening have a wonderful day